We'll do a three count. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> this is officially going to be episode two. We had our friend, Pastor Matt Hewitt on last night or yesterday. Um, I want to go back and listen to the sound quality before I get that out, get that content out. So <clears throat> that will be coming out very soon. But Caitlin and I. What's up, everybody? My lovely wife is sitting here beside me on Valentine's Day. And um, la la. we are putting out this official episode two, like I was just sharing. So. We wanted to jump in. I wanted to jump in. I kind of just threw Caitlin into the fire, like, which is pretty typical. and something that <laughs> happens very regularly. Yeah, but, definitely learn to just go with it. So, I mean, after being with you for almost three years now. Yeah, this is our third Valentine's Day. Yeah. And it's been a consistent... This, this is how... This is how things sound in our lives hey um caitlin i want to run to oklahoma <laughs> well how are you gonna get there i don't know but i'm just gonna run all right let's <coughs> do it so okay I'm, I'm the big picture guy and caitlin is the details yes caitlin is about the details which i'm very thankful for because we complement one another very well in that so and then let me give you another scenario hey i think that to kind of top off the Trail of Tears run, I think we should go bike the <laughs> Pacific Coast Highway. Well, how are we going to do that? I don't know, but we're going to load up our bikes and we're going to go do it. So, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it is consistently that type of stuff happening in our marriage, in our relationship. Yeah. So I've just learned to adapt and that's why I love you. Uh, like you said, I think we're the, the yin and the yang. You, uh, compliment me in areas I compliment you um you definitely bring a little more of the adventurous side out of me not saying that I wasn't a uh had the potential to be an adventurous person I would say you definitely go above and beyond as far as adventure so but I love it so and that's why I've just learned to be like let's do it let's go let's get it I don't even question it anymore I think that I think that Second, me just my mic. <clears throat> I think that having the potential to do something and not realizing that, I do think I bring that out of you. Mm-hmm. That you didn't realize that you could do a lot of the things that you can do, and so like seeing seeing me go after something big, it's like empowers you. Yeah, right? and you're so. I mean, I think that's what partners are supposed to be for yeah well i mean but here's I mean, the thing a lot of times no it doesn't happen that way all the time no, you're but, complacent and you're yeah and then typically your partner lets you be complacent or they're comfortable in that as well whereas there are there are other people that um want to get after it more and and yeah sometimes it takes the other person to inspire that person to to realize like this has always been inside of me you know yeah for sure so it works well we work well i think we make a great team i do too baby high five (laughs) um speaking of complacency you know caitlin and i are constantly challenging one another 
we're constantly challenging ourselves in areas of our lives, whether that's our faith, whether that's our fitness, whether that is ministry, you know, like we, we realize like, hey, we got one shot at this thing, you know, and we lived from trap house to trap house, going in and out of jails, you know, in and out of just the madness of everything that comes along with being addicted. And so, like, I think that's why we fight complacency so much. What did you say? Well, where, where does that come from for you? Yeah, um, <clears throat> absolutely. I mean, there's not, I'm, I don't know, the the past life, the whenever using and that type of thing, it is very chaotic and it can be really messy and you do find yourself becoming complacent and you can find yourself becoming complacent like shortly into like new recovery, you know? Yeah. And I think that... Oh, that's a, that'd be a good topic. Early recovery. Yeah, early recovery. Yeah, it's really easy. How to make it look. I mean, you just, you're changing such a big part of your life. And so you sh- you're just happy with whatever, you know, just the bare minimum, I feel like. Because it's such a big change. But yeah. compared to the hopelessness, the brokenness, the, the despair that you escape from. But then to tap into <coughs> that realizing like there's more to life and realizing like you know you were in I mean that's 15 years 14 years well however many years of your life that you lost because and it you know same thing waking up every day chasing a high chasing a fix and then maybe you went to sleep I don't know (laughs) I typically did (laughs) but you know just to get up and do it all over again and now we have the opportunity. We have the opportunity to do something amazing, to do something different, to and not just be complacent in a routine life. And that's something that I don't don't ever want. I don't ever want to be in that place. You know, no. I want to keep having something on the calendar. I want to keep having some kind of goal or mm. some kind of dream to chase. Like I don't ever want to get in a place where I'm like, okay. You're successful, Caitlin. No, there's so much more that I could be doing. There's so much more that I could be achieving and chasing. And, you know, it's it's like when we went on the Pacific Coast Highway, one of the things that I'd said to you was like, I remember when I was a teenager or kid watching movies, seeing them riding along that and going on some kind of road trip. And I'd be like, oh, I want to live a life like that. I want to do that when I get older. But I kind of down deep down didn't ever think that would really happen, and mm-hmm. then here we are riding through across America, everywhere, everywhere and hit you know um, riding our bikes, seeing just views <coughs> that you wouldn't really encounter if you were driving in a car. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that complacency. I don't ever, I don't like getting stuck there. I don't. That was a very good thorough answer, baby. Thank you for that. <laughs> Sorry. Appreciate that. I got long-winded. Um, no, I think it's a good segue into what I what I wanted us to touch on, and this is going to be a very brief conversation. And I think this is something that we can revisit and unpack at a later time. But why, like setting goals, doing things to challenge yourself, 
that make you go outside of yourself to achieve these things, whether that is through a community, through a brotherhood, through, you know, just reaching out to other people to have to support you to achieve these goals. That That's the type of goals I'm talking about, like <clears throat> starting a business, building a ministry, what going out and doing Ironman, doing Olympic trials, whatever that looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like something that you can put, like, as like Jesse Itzler says, on your life resume, that you're going to look back and like, oh, my God, I can't believe that I've done that. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so like setting, how do we set those goals? How do we get started? And so the first question that I want us to, to just unpack very briefly, we'll just bounce a couple of things back off one another. Like, why don't most of us start? Why? Fear. Okay. Fear. You either fear you don't think that you can do it or um, you'll tell yourself you don't have the time for that. You're too busy. Mm, mm. I hear that all the time. And I think that's a cop out. Like I'll hear people be like, Oh, I wish I could work out, but you have the upper hand because of this, 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 and this reason. No, I, I have a pretty busy schedule as well. You know, I have to be intentional about when I do my training. I have to be intentional like, okay, I've got a 10-hour shift today. I also have a homework assignment that i got to complete. Mm-hmm. I want to do good in school, but I also want to train, and I want to make my CrossFit, and I want to do, you know, like just mm-hmm. realizing, like don't let that barrier stop you. I hear that all the time. I don't have I, enough I don't time. have enough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and we have go to bed early, get up a little earlier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sacrifice a little sleep. You don't have to freaking sleep eight hours every night. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger says, sleep faster. God, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you just don't slow down, do you, Caleb? <laughs> get uh, get your butt in bed and sleep faster. <laughs> I mean, I and, and the fear part, you know, just yeah. That Unpack will definitely that. stop people. What does that look? What has that looked like in your life? That fear piece. Well, it definitely stopped me from getting in recovery for a long time. You know, um, the uncertainty. The, uns- the yeah, not the unknown. Yeah, you know, like stepping out of what you've known, your comfort zone. Yeah, being <sighs> un- becoming good. uncomfortable and being okay with that, yeah. embracing it because. I mean, that's that's the scary part is like, I don't know what might happen. But that's the beauty of it is like mm-hmm. no matter what happens is during that moment, like you, you grow so much. You know, I remember <laughs> whenever I first started running and you told your basketball, your boys, basketball Boston, team, yeah, yeah, the coaching. little boys you were coaching yeah. and 11, told them that girls. if they won and they'd been on a – Losing streak. They hadn't, they hadn't won a game all season. <laughs> and you told them if they won, that if they won their next game, I would run a half marathon. Yeah. And, and that I gave them incentives. Yes. And they won. And they, won. <laughs> <laughs> and they shouldn't and was, have won. But. And I was like, I swear, maybe running three miles. Like, I was happy, ecstatic <laughs> with a three-mile run. And But that fear, like, I remember you would always, like, put it into the conversation when are you going to sign up for that half marathon? Yeah. You told them, boys. And I am. I'm a person that, like, I have integrity. If I say something, I'm going to do it. Just like when I DNF'd my first 50-miler. said that I would sign up for one. And, and just, like, those things. <clears throat> okay, the whole point of me bringing that up was the fear, the uncertainty. I was like, what did I just do? 
you know, like mm-hmm. not. And I was like, I was, I was scared. I was scared to push myself. I didn't, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm not good enough for this or I don't have the ability to do this. I don't have the ability. And then. That's a big one. Yeah. And then to. There's no way I can physically or, uh, you know, mentally accomplish this. Exactly. There's no way. And I start factoring all these these things that you might have going against you. Like, I'm too big or I don't run enough or, you know, whatever it looks like. I have a metal rod in my leg. (laughs) And this is the thing that I want to say in the midst of everything that you're sharing. There is nothing more powerful than a made-up mind. If you make up your mind and you put this down and it's in front of you, it's on your phone, you're going around and you're telling everybody about it. Everybody's asking you about it because you've shared, hey, I'm going to do this. And you begin to believe this is possible. You're going to do it, yeah. Right. And like you've made up your mind, no matter what comes at me, what challenges I face, I want to give it, I want to give it hell and, you know, see what happens. Like, and then, and then just seeing where the chip, then the chips fall yeah. where they may. Then along that journey, <clears throat> then you start to realize, like, why was I so scared? Yeah. Once you, once you complete it, you know, after I did that, I was like, why was I so scared of, of that? You mm-hmm. know, because you don't, that uncertainty, you don't know. And then you, when you accomplish it, accomplish it, you're like, man, that was so cool. Yeah. And then it just like, for me and for you, clearly. <laughs> It just turns into something where you're like, I want to see how farther I can go. Or, you know, half marathon turns into a 17 miler. And that turns into a half, mm-hmm. a 30. So feet. the next thing that I want to say is, and I think we can both share on this just a little bit, but um, naysayers. Uh. Why, what a lot of, a, a big reason why a lot of people don't start is because they have somebody telling them you can't do you can't that. do it you can't do that <laughs> what are you thinking that's right. crazy why why do you want to do something like that that's just yeah that's just absurd you know and i think it's that not that is, good for your body yeah yeah it's not good for you now and just to take it into another another perspective like you're surrounded by small-minded people mm-hmm. right that want to pull you down the crabs in a crabs bucket, man, in a bucket. mentality and so you have to remove yourself, and I think that's what I want you to just speak on real real quick. Like, you have to remove yourself from that circle because if you don't have people that are encouraging you, empowering you, lifting you up, telling you they believe in you, then you don't have a – that's not a circle, that's a cage. Yeah. Have you experienced that? Yeah. Yeah, all the time I have people telling me, like, they don't – From early recovery to now, like, how has that – early recovery yeah when you or? when you were first you had first your first group of friends <laughs> we're not we're not really putting anybody on blast but i'm just saying that was the experience that you had like yeah I had, complacency yeah but, i was in a place where i didn't really have lofty goals i mean um which is okay i think you know everyone has their starting point point. Mm-hmm. and but I, the longer I surrounded myself with small-minded people, I I think I I would think like that, mm-hmm. and so it it did. It took you know I had to step away from that. There's a lot of negativity, and I found myself that that like fed into my spirit, and I found myself 
becoming negative or definitely like I didn't have goals that were anything like what they are now you know and I and I found like by surrounding myself with different people like-minded people um you know people that like the ultra running community like I can tell them hey I'm, I'm gonna sign up for this crazy 50 miler with crazy elevation and they'll be like wow that's awesome what's your training plan <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what i mean somebody else they're gonna be like why would you want to do that that's terrible for you and start listing all the, the things that's why gonna, you shouldn't yeah, yeah. why you can't do it why it's yeah. gonna be too hard mm-hmm. yeah so the naysayer piece the fear piece well what, what was the other thing that you shared you said something else too why you don't start um i forgot sorry <clears throat> it's okay um, yeah, so Caitlin and I just wanted to jump on, and <laughs> she gave me 20 minutes. We can't keep going. <laughs> no, it's getting late, and we're going to have a little movie night, so. That's what happens when I start talking. Yeah. Can't stop. <laughs> um, the thing that I want to just close with is just to remember that to accomplish anything, you need to have a good support team you need to have people that are affirming positively affirming you letting you know that you're capable of doing what it is that you say that you want to do and your why figure out your why what does that look like why why am i doing this and never lose sight of that why and like i said a few minutes ago there's nothing more powerful than a made-up mind and this is something that i'm having to remember in the midst of looking at this big goal uh, qualifying for the Olympic trials like I have all these excuses coming up in my mind but I'm like look I've made up my mind I want to put in the work I mean the rest is out of what I can control is my effort my dedication and the time that I put in right what I have seen throughout this process and and I thought I think it's very important that you said that about um, having a team that supports you is I've seen you sit down and really look at that. Like, who is my supporting team? Who is going to add to what I'm trying to build here Mm -hmm. to be able to reach my goal? And all the people that you have added to your team, not one of them have been like a negative thinker or a small-minded person. Not one of them has been like, you know, and, and that crushes dreams. Those kind of people, the naysayers, they, they're dream stealers. (laughs) you know they can suck your dreams right from you and and potentially stop you from doing them so you definitely want to seek out people that are going to encourage you and lift you up and be like all right let's do this and help you formulate that plan so you can have success and smashing your goal Mm -hmm. good job i think we'll close with that we're going to jump back on here soon guys bring you some more content but Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to hearing or talking to you guys again. Data Dagahanya, and that means until we meet again. This is the Cherokee Plug. We'll talk to you soon. Good night.